Hey guys, I'm recording this here on April 5th. It's Sunday. Everyone's trying to survive the crisis. Quick note to you guys, we are moving. You know, you used to delay these episodes by, you know, four to eight months after we recorded them in terms of releasing them on the podcast. We've changed that. A lot of these interviews you're going to hear over the next many months are going to be ones we recorded only days prior. We think that's a smarter way to run the show. I've made the change. So expect more urgent information coming out. Secondly, I am getting destroyed on iTunes reviews by these people that say Nathan's rude, he's hard hitting, blah, 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 which by the way, I am. It's part of my style. It's what works. The problem is people that love that style never take the time to go leave a five-star review. So I only get one or five-star reviews on iTunes. And right now there's a streak of one-star reviews that is driving me crazy. It would mean the world to me, guys. If you're loving the show, you love how direct I am, you like the style, if you go leave a review on iTunes now, if you do that and tweet it to me, text it to me, email it to me, whatever you want. I'm going to reply with a very special surprise. I think a lot of you guys will really like it is heavy, heavy data oriented. All right. So I appreciate that. Thanks guys. Enjoy the show. Launched his first company or sorry, not actually didn't launch the company actually saw an opportunity to buy a company back in 2010 for about 10 million bucks in the security space. He knew that the model of tech would work great in a SaaS space. They weren't using a SaaS pricing model yet. So he bought it. He's now grown it to about 5,000 companies on the B2B side, using it, paying 80, 90 bucks a month. So doing about 420 grand a month in revenue. That's up from call it 350 grand a month, just a year ago. So that business doing 5 million bucks in terms of run rate. That's 25% of the total business. The other 75% is consumer security. So call it a $20 million business overall. They're also making obviously acquisitions as they scale using some bank debt to do that hugely profitable 30% EBITDA team of 50 spread all across the country 20% logo churn annually as they look to scale spending about a dollar to get a new dollar of ARR so healthy economics Hello, everybody. My guest today is Brad Miller. He runs Awareness Technologies, which provides endpoint security solutions for both home and businesses. With over 50 employees and offices in Westport, Connecticut and Bristol, UK, ATI both develops and acquires market-leading solutions trusted by millions of parents and thousands of businesses. Brad, you ready to take us to the top? Sure. All right. So just to be clear, it sounds like you're selling to two very different groups here. It sounds like parents are buying this and businesses. How's it work? Correct. You got it. So we have uh, underlying the same technology are multiple uses. And so the, the technology that we have allows us to record and control what an end user is doing on an endpoint. And then it sends that data to a secure website that can be viewed. So whether it's an employee, uh, an employer wanting to monitor employee user activity um, for security reasons, because they have confidential data and uh, we have uh, plenty of people working remotely and it's really hard to know who's taking what data with them where. Um, this is a tool that employers can use to protect their confidential where, uh, though? data. Is this like in the office or it's on their computer or their phones or what? Correct. It's on the, it would be on their computers typically. And so I as an employee have access to all sorts of um, confidential data like client lists as an example. And if I take that information that's on my laptop and I'm and I'm home and the employer has no visibility into what I'm doing with that information that in theory when I go to find my next job chances are I will pull off a client list and all the information about what they have how much they pay when they're up for renewal uh, and that would be devastating to a company uh, if their employees when they left to go to a competitor where, you know, we're able to have easy access yeah. to. Now, is your and business then, model a pure play SaaS model? People pay monthly for this? Uh, on the consumer side, they can, they can pay monthly, quarterly, or annually. And then on the uh, corporate side, 
Uh, they typically pay annually, but there is a monthly option as well. But they're both, they're both, it's, it's a SaaS play. They're both recurring revenue lines. Sure. Yes, you got it. Interesting. Okay. And then, and then, so help me, give me, I mean, give me a general sense here. Let's just focus on B2B for now. What's an average business going to pay you per month to use this technology? Sure. So it's, it's user-based. Uh, so on a, on a, uh, on an employer side, depending it's, and it's volume pricing related, but let's just say on average, it's between 70 and a hundred dollars a year, um, per, per employee. And, and that's what I'm trying to get a sense of is how big are these teams that are signing up with you? Are they typically two, three person startups or 10,000 person banks? Yes. <laughs> all. Okay. All what, what, what's it just because we have a limited amount of time. What's a, what would you say a sweet spot is? Are we talking maybe, you know, a grand a month for 10 employees or? Sure. So that's probably a very good, uh, a very good, uh, average. Okay. I did that. Actually, I did that math wrong. Cause you said one employee is a hundred bucks for the year, not a month. Correct. hundred. Yes. hundred a year. Okay. So someone paying you a thousand bucks a month, that would, that oh, would be a year. team size of a thousand. Uh, sorry. A thousand a year. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. 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 So a thousand a year or, uh, again, obviously we can divide by 12 to get that monthly. That's good. Okay, good. So, um, walk me through kind of the, the, the timeline here. when did you launch the company? What year? Uh, well, the company was started in 2006 slash seven. Uh, I bought it in 2010 and I've been running it since then. Okay. Walk me through that. You know, there's a lot of people that would argue it's actually smarter to buy companies than it is to start them from scratch. You're doing it. What'd you see in the tool that made you want to buy it in 2010? Uh, well, the technology I thought was really good. So on the, I was more at the time interested in the corporate space than the consumer space. My prior background was I had run a, and built a company that was focused on providing security to community banks. And the exclusive focus of, uh, of that was focused on external security, stopping the unknown bad guy from breaking into a bank's network. Uh, and there was very little done at the time on internal security. And while most of the problems that exist are created by external people, most of the problems that cause a lot of damage are done by internal people, if that makes any sense. And so yeah, I felt it was the next uh, frontier. And, and, and how uh, do you know they were for sale? I mean, explain to me how you reached out. Uh, well, I was running my previous business and they were for sale. They had hired an investment bank and they had reached out to uh, me in my, in my capacity as CEO of another business that was known to buy other security companies. And uh, it was just around the time I was making a transition. I had previously sold my previous business and I had a two-year transition agreement. So I was just, it was at the perfect time when I was leaving anyway. And, uh, and so I decided to buy it for my, you know, for myself. And how did they, I mean, was it a SaaS company at that point? Um, interestingly enough, it was a SaaS technology, but not a SaaS business model. And okay. so... So they offered, so the, the, the technology was provided in a hosted way where the clients logged into a, a secure website to see data, um, but they sold it as a one-time license. Oh, interesting. That's really interesting. So you obviously saw opportunity there. Um, what'd you, so what did you value the company at back in 2010? That would have been eight years ago. Um, uh, well, at the time, we, we probably uh, you know, valued it at about 10 million. It was... It was doing a, about four or five million in revenue. Okay, and and did you just do a very simple kind of AR math, or did you look at churn as well? I guess there wasn't really churn because they only paid one time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There was no concept of churn. 
Uh, and, um, and so, you know, the business, the technology was quite good, but the business model was uh, under-optimized, uh, as I think you've, you've recognized. And so we saw an opportunity to change that model, which we did, and uh, very, you know, very quickly. And now renewals makes up, you know, at the, you know, fifty percent of the revenue, um, and uh, and so the business has grown, you know, a bit and has become, um, you know, and has become quite uh, profitable as well. That's great. That's okay, so so you, you take over kind of in twenty ten, you buy it for say ten million bucks using cash from your prior exit. They reached out to you when you were still at the older company and happened to just have really good timing. Is that all accurate? Yep. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So twenty ten to today, how many customers have you now scaled to? Um, well, we've also bought another business in the meantime. <laughs> I'm sensing a uh, pattern here. <laughs> there is a pattern. Um, but in the, in the core business, uh, we've, um, you know, we're, we're, we probably have at any one time because, you know, we have new customers coming on and old, and old customers dropping off. Um, but at any one time, you know, we probably have a couple hundred thousand consumers, you know, paying us either, you know, monthly, quarterly, or, or annually. Okay. Who have active, active licenses. Are those, so that's obviously different than the business model. I assume that's different. Are, are those 100,000 paying still 100 bucks a seat per year? Um, so that was, I was talking about the consumer. That's, that was the consumer side of the business, which obviously has more customers uh, than the corporate side. The corporate side of the business probably has more like, uh, 5,000 customers. Okay, got it. What's the, I, I only want, I want to spend the rest of the time hyper-focusing on one of these angles because they're very different playbooks. Which one sure. is more important in terms of revenue for the business? Like does, does B2B make up more than 50% or does consumer make up more? Consumer makes up more though the focus is on, cor- the <laughs> focus is on corporate. So we've kind of, um, you know, we've spent the first few years maximizing the consumer side of the business there was a uh, there was a, a, a radical change since 2000. I bought it in March 2010. April, I, uh, Apple came out with the iPad. Consumer yep. PC sales started to decline rapidly, and we had to quickly backwards create technologies to work with uh, Mac, uh, BlackBerry at the time. Then BlackBerry died, and then Android and and iOS. So we spent those first few years trying to. Um, uh, you know, trying to adjust to the changing operating landscape. So what's and, the split today between, is it, what is the business, the B2B revenue? Is it 30, 40, 50% of the business? What percentage? Uh, probably 75, 25 consumer. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's obviously, but the B2B is growing faster than the 75% that's consumer. Correct. And it has more opportunity. Yeah. You know, know of course, of course. Yeah. So what, what's happened in the recent year or two is that, the um, uh, the technology that you know have, has typically been focused on you know what you said were 10 20 30 users is you know we're starting to see more and more larger companies looking to address the insider threat it was typically the it was typically only of interest to the small companies where maybe you had an owner like me you know who was hyper paranoid about you know, oh my God, what if my what if my employee leaves and takes the client list? You know, I would be in a very bad place. Bigger companies were less worried about that for some reason, but I think they're starting to realize. And so we're we're seeing a shift. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. 
I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Can I multiply the 5,000 B2B customers you have times a thousand bucks a year? I mean, that is a basically a $5 million run rate business today. Correct. And what's that growing at year over year? So a year ago, what was the run rate? It's probably growing at 20% a year. Okay, good. So, you know, 5 million AR today would be, what is that, a $416,000 a month thing if you're growing 20, 30%. So a year ago, you were doing what, 330, 340 a month, something like that? Uh, sure, I don't have those numbers offhand, but just uh, but you're you're probably in the ballpark. Okay, but just to be clear, twenty to thirty percent year over year growth on the B two B side. Correct. That's great. Where's most of that growth coming from? Upselling new seats to the same customers or onboarding brand new customers altogether? Um, mostly new customers, and 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 importantly, bigger customers. So it's not necessarily that the number of customers is growing um, rapidly. It's more that we are now focused on adding bigger customers. And bigger cut, you know, when you're when you're used to selling ten to fifty seats, and all of a sudden you sell two thousand seats, um, you know, it's and so playbook. you you may not have added a lot of new customers, but you've added a lot of seats. Yep. How many people are on the team today? Uh, about fifty. Fifty, and is our folks all spread out or remote, or what's the deal? They are fairly spread out. Um, you know, the uh, you know the the core people are based here in Connecticut, but we do have people all over the US and all over the world for that matter. That's great. Okay, so uh, you said earlier you're profitable. Have you raised additional capital after you purchased it to fund growth or no, it's all your own capital so far? It's all our own capital. Uh, we have raised additional, because we are because we are profitable, we're able to raise bank debt, which is maybe slightly unusual for a tech business. Who'd you work with, Hercules or Timia or what? No, we use well, our local bank here in Connecticut, uh, Webster Savings Bank, uh, Webster Bank. And, um, uh, and, um, how did you, like you convince them to do that? I mean, these whole SAS capital, lighter capital, Hercules, Timia, SVB, they all exist because traditional banks typically wouldn't loan to people like you because there's no hard assets to loan against. how did you convince your local bank to do this? Sure. Well, so there's two reasons. Um, that's half the reason why they don't lend to people like us. The other half, the reason they don't lend to people like us is because we're not profitable as a rule, as an industry. And so we were profitable. We were very profitable. We're, you know, we're dropping 30 plus percent to the bottom line. And so to them, you know, they see a lot of consistent recurring profits with a high percentage of revenue. And so, you know, those, those, you know, lighter capital, you know, SaaS capital, they're not focused on profitability. They're just focused on taking a piece of your revenue and, you know, and, um, you know, and so, so how big was that line? If you want me asking from the local bank. Uh, it was, uh, 4 million at, at its peak. Okay. Interesting. And how did they get to that number? Was it, a, was it, a, was it a multiple of your MRR or something? No, we would, we could have gotten more actually. We were just, when we bought the company in the UK, uh, we bought it for a little over 3 million and we already had a million of debt at the time. Um, uh, so it was just what we needed in order to acquire 
so your initial question was that I raise additional capital, and we did for the purposes of buying a company, but not traditional capital. You know that. that no, I like that. Like, bank debt's a great way to go. It's non dilutive it, it, as long as there's you don't have to personally guarantee it. No covenants or warrants, right? Uh, I didn't have to personally guarantee it. Uh, there was a small, very small warrant, and of course there are covenants because okay. that's bank. Okay. <laughs> well, no, no, there are a lot of banks though now that I mean, Lighter, SAS Capital, to me, Hercules, uh, Scaleworks, where you can do these kinds of deals. You know, the four million kind of range where there's no warrants, no covenants, uh, no personal guarantee. Um, so that's interesting. Your local bank today. That's great to hear. Um, tell me more about economics on these customers. So, what's churn look like today on the B two B side? Um, well, we have two types of customers on the B2B side. We have uh, customers that are uh, looking at uh, uh, solving a long-term problem and doing preventative maintenance, if you will, you know, uh, stopping the problem from happening in the first place. And there, you know, the, the churn is, you know, our, our retention is, you know, like 80%. Annually. And then we have, yeah. And then we have customers who are looking to do a one-time investigation. And so there, the churn is quite high. You know, our, our retention is probably more like more like forty or fifty percent uh, on those on those customers because they've done what they had to do, and you know they're they're, they're looking. Off. Yeah, off. that's not SaaS. Mo- that's like that's a, I think that's a whole different model. But twenty percent logo churn annually on your pure, kind of your SaaS play with people that have intent to do it every single month. Um, how aggressive are you being with CAC? So what are you what are you spending fully weighted to get a new thousand dollar a year customer? That's a good question. Um, and so, you know, our typical rule of thumb is, you know, we we spend a dollar to get a dollar. Okay, so twelve month uh, payback. Yep. Now, Just well, to be clear, that's a dollar of ARR or MRR. A uh, dollar. Well, most of our corporate business is ARR, so it t- turns out to be the same thing. There is a little bit of MRR sprinkled in, but. You know, but yes, a dollar on on MRR on on ARR. Sorry, yeah, you ARR. spend a dollar and then it takes you a year to get that dollar back. But it's a dollar and a dollar out. You got it. That's that's great. Very cool. Okay, good. Um, any plans to make any acquisitions in the next call it twelve months? Uh, hopefully. <laughs> well, ha, 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 what kind of companies are you looking at? Uh, well, we'd be looking more at companies on the corporate side. Um, you know, we're we're happy with our consumer business and it's become quite a cash cow. And so where we're looking to grow now, as I said, is on the is on the corporate side. And so yeah, and when you say cash cow, by the way, you said the the corporate stuff is twenty five percent of your revenue, and that's doing five million in AR today. So we multiply by four. I mean, altogether, you're doing twenty million, taking thirty percent EBITDA to the bottom line. Um, yeah, on a run rate basis, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's like basically six million bucks in free cash flow annually, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You're very quick with numbers. <laughs> hey, yeah, when I do interviews like this, I'm talking to sharp people like you. I better be real. I have to be real quick, otherwise I miss it. <laughs> All right, very good. Let's wrap up here, David, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, first, I think you mean Brad, by the way. No. Oh, do wait. Have I been calling you the wrong thing the whole time? <laughs> not the wrong. Not the whole time. Just occasionally. Oh, oh God. You, okay, <laughs> you should correct me every single time. Sorry. I had. A, yeah, that's weird. You're right. It is Brad. I had David pulled up for some reason. Brad, I apologize. Yeah. What's your favorite that's business? A- what's your favorite business book? Uh, I have two. One uh, is uh, Moneyball. Actually, I know it's not traditionally viewed as a business book, but it really is if you uh, if you uh, think about the principles behind it. Yep. And yep. the other one is is uh, Blue Ocean. Blue Ocean Strategy. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, the two I like. Uh, one just from a just a thought leadership. I love listening to uh, Simon Sinek. I don't know if he's you know, I'll call a CEO. Uh, but the other one for uh, interest is um, is uh, 
um, Elon Musk, um, recent Tesla buyer, and um, <laughs> and uh, just uh, I find uh, you know I, I enjoy his view on the world. Good. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the company? Oh, for building the company. Wow, I didn't I, I didn't get that uh, little qualifier. Um, my favorite online tool for Bustle, since we are so um, uh, so pay-per-click heavily focused, I would say Google Analytics is, uh, I spend an awful lot of time. How much money do you looking. spend every month on PPC? Millions. Okay, interesting. Oh, right. no, 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 years, that's, oh, sorry. Uh, hundreds of thousands okay. a month. Yeah, millions a year. Yeah, yeah. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I am a very... Um, I'm a choppy sleeper, so it might add up to four to six hours in, in two to three hour increments. And Brad, what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Uh, married, kids, yeah. How many kiddos? Two. Two kids, and how old are you? I'm 55. Guys, it's pretty good I can get a privacy guy to reveal all this information. Brad, what's your social security number? <laughs> Just kidding. La 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 last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? <laughs> My 20 year old self knew um, uh, a little bit of, uh, um, you know, that, uh, um, you know, what's the, what's the judgment is a better or uh, discretion is a better part of valor. You know, <laughs> you don't always have to win every argument <laughs> when you don't you don't have to win every battle. Guys, you don't have to win every battle. Again, coming from uh, Brad, again, launched his first company, or sorry, not actually didn't launch the company, actually saw an opportunity to buy a company back in 2010 for about 10 million bucks in the security space. He knew that the model of tech would work great in a SaaS space. They weren't using a SaaS pricing model yet, so he bought it. He's now grown it to about 5,000 companies on the B2B side using it, paying 80, 90 bucks a month. So doing about 420 grand a month in revenue. That's up from, call it 350 grand a month just a year ago. So that business doing 5 million bucks in terms of run rate, that's 25% of the total business. There's 75% as consumer security. So call it a $20 million business overall. They're also making obviously acquisitions as they scale using some bank debt to do that. Hugely profitable, 30% EBITDA. Team of 50 spread all across the country, 20% logo churn annually as they look to scale, spending about a dollar to get a new dollar of ARR. So healthy economics. Brad, thanks for taking us to the top. All right. Thank you, sir.